Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Happy Thursday, everyone. Praise God for another um, Thursday night. I want to give God thanks for each and every one that has called in uh, tonight to indeed come um, and, you know, study tonight. Tonight we have a Bible study, and indeed I am hosting tonight. My name is Brother Sean, and I just want to give God thanks for everything. He's a good God. Amen. As we come together, I indeed pray that we will um, ready our notepads, have a notepad ready, have your Bible ready, and just be in a proper environment where you could uh, focus that not only you, but myself, you may learn something new, and uh, that the speaker tonight will indeed be led by the Lord, that we may draw closer and be prepared for his soon coming. So without further ado, let us begin with the word of prayer. Let us pray. Dear God of heaven, Lord, we come before you, and we just ask, Father, for you to uh, forgive us for our sins. Whatever we've done today, we put at your feet, and we ask of you just to wash us, that we may be able to uh, be helped by your divine hand, that we may learn that we may focus and that we may be able to uh, get the message um, across to us tonight so heavenly father i just pray that you'll be with the speaker sister diane and i pray oh god that you will indeed um, cover her father we praise you and thank you for all that you're doing I pray that anyone else coming on the prayer line will be blessed as well. And I pray that you have your own way as we journey into the word tonight. Please, Lord, be with us all. In the blessed name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I thank you. I pray. Amen. Amen. So before we have our speaker, our singer tonight is Sister Isabella. Go ahead, Sister Bella, press star, star to meet your phone. Hello, good night. Hello, go ahead. Okay. Happy Thursday, everyone. Today's opening hymn will be coming from hymn 655, Happy the Home. Happy the home where God is there. 
and love fills every breath. When one their wish and one and one their heavenly rest. Happy the home where Jesus' name is sweet to every year. Where children early speak his fame and parents hold him dear. Happy the Brother Shaw, we're not hearing you all. We're not hearing anything. Hello? Can you hear me now? No, we can't yeah, hear hello. you. Can you, you hear me now? Back. That's a little hello? better. Praise God. Sorry about that. Yes, thank you, Sister Isabella, for that song. Um, at this moment, we'll we'll invite Sister Diana. Good evening, Brother Sean. Good evening. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much. And tonight, the topic for Bible study is marriage. This is what the Holy Spirit has laid on my heart to speak about. And before we get into the study, I want to say a word of prayer. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, 
we want to thank you for all your love and your goodness. And we thank you, Lord, that we are a part of the family of God. Father, we thank you, too, for earthly families. Please, Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit will come into our midst and will teach us, Heavenly Father, how to be better wives, better husbands. Lord, we ask that you forgive us of our sins and help us to be just like you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Okay, so um, in Genesis is where it all began. And the Lord God caused a sleep to fall upon the man, and he took a rib and created him female and helpmate for Adam. Therefore shall a man leave his father and mother and shall cleave unto his wife, and the two shall be one flesh. One flesh. That's God equation. One plus one equals one. So although we are one, one, we have separate individualities, which should not be suppressed. You know, we should not suppress the individuality of our spouse because we are all different. And some ways in which we suppress our spouse's individuality, we try to control their actions and expect them to merge their individualities with ours. And this is unchristlike. The Godhead consists of three persons, although one yet they have different individualities. When we deny our spouse their right to self-expression, we kill them and destroy the oneness, which is often replaced by half and half or barely tolerating. For marriage to grow and thrive, it requires 100% effort on both the husband and the wife. And um, in Ephesians 5, verse 22 to 26, Paul says that the wives must submit themselves unto their own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he's the savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. And husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water by the word. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever hated his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherisheth it, even as the Lord, the church. And today, you know, we have so many issues in marriages and so many people are having issues in their marriages. And especially since this pandemic, you know, we are squashed together in close quarters. We are around each other 24-7 and we are discovering that 
there's things about our spouses that we don't like. Maybe they were always there, but because we didn't see them often enough, it didn't bother us, but now that we're seeing them too often. And as a result, a lot of people are getting divorced. You know, when God has given a specific um, counsel regarding marriage. So the marriage is holy and the bed is undefiled. And God set up the man as the priest in the home. He is Christ's representative, whether he is good or evil. That is between him and God. So whether the man is good or evil, it is between him and God. We must be respectful as wives to our husbands at all times. When we disrespect our husbands, we are also disrespecting God. And there are consequences. Marriage is difficult especially when two people come together from different backgrounds or even different cultures. Sometimes we have unknown skeletons in our closet that will rear their ugly heads as the intimate union grows. We tend to let our guards down. This is the time when we begin to see qualities in our spouses that are disappointing. We must take time to know each other because the first year of marriage is usually the roughest and it's known as the period of adjustment. As we transition from our singleness into a corporate union, we must be aware that we are both responsible for each other. So it's not a one-way street. We are responsible for each other. I'm responsible for you, and you are responsible for me. So in order to have a happy marriage, we must learn each other's ways and how to please each other. Purpose in your heart to do so even when it is not reciprocated. When we do our part, God will take care of the deficiencies. We must seek divine guidance when handling the rough patches that sometimes get tougher as the days go by. We must submit ourselves to our husband not to be abused, but to be loved and cherished, and allowing him to take the lead in the home and have the final say in matters, especially those that you cannot agree on. Then for the wife, go and pray and ask the Holy Spirit to speak to his heart and watch how he works it out. If our husbands are willing to listen because God will not force his will. There are some people who are are in abusive relationships and we must put this very delicate matter at the foot of the cross and allow God to decide on the course of action instead of making them on our own. There are times when your life is threatened and you must flee. You know, I remember when I got married and I started having issues in my marriage and I threw my hand up in the kitchen one day and I said, I was complaining about my husband to God. I'm, God, did you hear what my husband just said to me? You know, so and so and so and so, and I was just rattling and carrying on, and I was angry. And when I calmed down, the Holy Spirit just whispered these words to me Marriage teaches you about your relationship with God. So the Holy Spirit was saying to me that if I, I should treat my husband the way I treat him and leave everything to him and let him deal with it. Imagine how beautiful it would be when we treat, you know, our spouses the way we treat God. 
And um, it is, it's the responsibility of the woman to set the tone in the home. A wise woman, it's in the book of Proverbs, wise woman builds her house instead of destroying it. She's always busy working with her hands, doing household chores, preparing her husband's meals because she wants him to be healthy since he's the provider for the home. She teaches and disciplines her children and intercedes for her husband and allows the Holy Spirit to use her to warn him of any impending dangers. It is the wife's duty to reveal the enemy's scheme to her husband. Women are naturally intuitive, and many times they are able to detect danger in certain situations. They can use their intuition to help their husbands avoid pitfalls, such as making bad business decisions, etc. And um, please note that the husband will only take counsel and advice from his wife if she respects him and he feels loved and safe with her. Yes, there will be disagreement at times, but we must be respectful. Does anyone have any questions or any comments? Hi, Sister Diane. This is Sister Michelle. Um, I uh, com- a comment that you said there that the husband is the priest of the home, whether he is good or bad. That one hit me. Can you just break that one down um, a little bit more, please? Okay. Well, the man is the head of the home, and he represents Christ in the home. Man was created in the image of God, and he's God's representative. Whether he does good or he does bad, he is the head of the home still. You know, and sometimes as women, we make choices. We go against God and we marry someone outside of the church. Or there are times, you know, we marry somebody in the church, but then that person is not a godly person. But he's still the head of the house, and we are to submit submit to him. Hello? Hello? Hi. This is Sister Joseph. Hello, Sister Joseph. Hi. Um, I logged in a little late, but I could hear uh, the last comment. If mm-hmm. Christ is the head of the church, if man is um, um, supposed to be likewise, if you don't do if you don't do good or if you don't respect your wife or if you don't do what you, you, you're supposed to do and you don't honor your vows, um, I have an issue with that because if God is the head, if you are presenting God and God takes, uh, Jesus takes care of the church, uh, take care of us, um, doesn't mean I'm going to disrespect you for not doing what you're supposed to do. But um, I'm not gonna sit and allow to to accept the bad and to either um, raise my children if we we have children or let it let it be. Of course, I will go to Christ if uh, regardless if I was asking for a husband or not. If I made a wrong choice myself and marry somebody that God did not approve, 
God is merciful. I can always go back to him and ask for forgiveness and ask him to help. But if he continues to be bad, um, I know, um, speaking of where I'm from, Caribbean, I know some men, um, they beat, a, beat up their wives because they had, they said, oh, you're supposed to obey me because I'm the head. I don't take it with a grain of salt because I know that the Bible says that the men, yes, they are the head. And if you are not uh, Christ-like, then you don't deserve to be the head. I'm sorry. Well, if you are being physically abused, then you have to remove yourself from the situation. You have to remove, and even so, you will have to let the Holy Spirit tell you that it's time for you to go. And we're oh, I think, my sister, I'm sorry. We don't, we don't have to wait for the Holy Spirit to tell us if we're being mistreated, beat, if somebody's beating you up and hurting you, to wait for the Holy Spirit. Um, even um, it, it was because of the, 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 the wickedness, Jesus said, that they were, they were giving a divorce, I understand. But you don't have, by that time, you might be dead. Um, I don't think uh, anybody should, well, I'm speaking about, I mean, I'm speaking for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, as a child of God, I don't, I, I, I can't take it. I, I don't see it. And um, this is why it's good to really ask God um, to choose for, uh, for, for, to choose for us. But for, if, if you're beating on me, disrespecting me, you're not working, you're being lazy. Um, no, I don't think God wants that to happen. This is only me. It doesn't mean I'm not going to sit down and let you beat me up, not feeding me, not taking care of me, especially now. A woman, they need to they work because of the situation we're going uh, through. doesn't mean uh, that I'm, uh, we are we still equal. Just because I work doesn't uh, make, make me uh, very disrespectful to you. Um, but I'm not going to sit down and take, well, thank God. I don't have to go to that, but I have family members. I have friends. I would not take it. Um, that's not of God. I don't think God will will say, okay, you sit, you wait, and then take the beating. Um, no. No, 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 no. I may make a mistake by going uh, the other way, but not, no. I'm a child of God. I'm the princess. I'm the, the daughter of the most high king. No. So sorry. All right. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, I, I I guess what you're saying, but what I'm saying to you, the abuse doesn't start overnight. It usually, you know, starts in a certain pattern. The man might do something, you know, in a way that he will tell you that this man has a violent part of him, and that is when you need to start praying and say, Lord, you know, show me what do I need to do, and you don't wait until when he starts beating you over the head. The moment, you know, he's you a certain way that he never did before and usually that is how abuse starts before the man will you know make it physical it's a verbal abuse and that is when you need to start praying and ask God for direction so I was speaking you know from that angle and the Lord will tell you you need to run and when God say run you run and don't look back Hello. Hello. Yeah. How can you be the head if you're if you're uh, drinking, if you're running around, and if you 
doing all those things? How can you, you can't represent Jesus? No, you can't. But the fact is that he is your husband, and you need to give him that respect. And that's How the can that you give him? That's what I'm saying. The, he's running around. He's doing all kinds of things. You can catch AIDS. You can catch anything. And he's the head, and he's supposed you're supposed to obey him. I I I, I beg your difference. I don't know that I'm, God would want me to. I mean to respect him, but to do things. I I don't I don't I don't understand that. Well, as I said before, so Sister Joseph, when you start seeing signs of trouble in your marriage, that is when you need to pray more and ask the Lord to direct you and tell you what to do. Because a man doesn't start doing things overnight. It takes time. Gradually, he tests you and he'll do something and then he gets away with it. Then he pushes a little bit more and he pushes until he gets to the point where he gives you a solid beating or he starts to fool around and then start to drink. You know, I've heard of situations where people get married, like this friend of mine, she dated someone for like years and she didn't know that she drank. And then when they went on their honeymoon, she told me that he got drunk and she was shocked and she was like, oh, I didn't know this. Oh, I drink sometimes. So that's, that's time for her, you know, to, to just start praying. Say, Lord, what is this? What do I need to do with this? I want to ask a question. Mm-hmm. Hello? I want to ask a question. I'm having a, a difficult time understanding something. I understand that you said the man is supposed to be the household, and you're right. We are supposed to pick a mate that is of God, and sometimes if you don't ask God for guidance in picking that mate, sometimes you end up having problems. But even if he is supposed to be an adventist, Sometimes you can still have those issues. Now, you yes. did make a statement about um, uh, that you're supposed to pay attention. Sometimes you do pay attention, but the person is still lying about it. And you know, because like you just said, women are very intuitive about what's going on. And you, you, you're going to counseling. And you're talking, and the person continuously lied, but you know in your gut. What do you do about it then? You pray about it. And I have seen where the Holy Spirit has revealed so many things to me. I remember, you know, when my husband died. No. Mm-hmm. So um, I remember in, an, in one instance where the Holy Spirit told me to go mm-hmm. to your husband and ask him what he's hiding from you. I did that. I'm you know? sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Yes. I, but I I did try to do that in my mm. own situation where I I said, you know what, before things go left, let's go to counseling. And the thing that I found out was that the person um chose not to be honest, meaning um you was more concerned about how people saw you. So if it meant lying, then that's what you was going to do. So 
And then when we come home, I don't care what the pastor say. I'm going to do X, Y, Z. So when you're dealing with a situation where you act one way where we're with the pastor, and then when we're not with the pastor, you act a different way. And I am praying, how, how, how does that work? Well, what I'm saying to you, if you have a close relationship with the Lord, the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. will reveal to you everything that you need to know when you are in danger and what you need to do at every step of the way. When okay. I got married, I realized I needed to pray more. And okay. I devoted hours each day of the praying. And the Holy okay. Spirit have revealed so many things to me. Okay. You know, and when I confronted my husband about it, he had to just be straight with me. Because okay. he knows the Holy Spirit. Even yeah. though, you know, he wasn't always following the Holy Spirit. But when I come to him and I said the Holy Spirit says this, he knew exactly. And I remember, okay. too, there was um, an incident where we had an argument. Mm-hmm. And he had gone off to the bedroom. Hello? can't hear you. But the Lord just wanted me but to, wanted to, you to be aware. Now, now, what you, what you, now, in my own personal experience, before mm-hmm. my husband and I separated, I honestly felt that he was seeing somebody and he swore mm-hmm. up and down, no, I'm not, no, I'm not. And we were walking on a walk and he mm-hmm. did something, he did something. And Whatever he did, it made it appear like I was um, humming, and I wasn't humming, which was witchcraft. And I said, you know what, God, I'm not even going to entertain you right now. And then when we came back from the walk, he said, oh, you know what, when we're outside, we're good. But when we come back in the house, I don't know, I feel some type of way. And I said, "What, what do you mean by that? And he tried to clean it up. Well, so it, so it made me wonder, like, what's going on in the house that you feel some type of way now? So well, he's like, oh, was, no, I didn't mean to say that. I didn't mean to say mm-hmm. that. Well, maybe there was some spirit, spirit, you know, spirit. I, spirit. B- I believe he got himself involved with a young lady that mm-hmm. probably put a hex on his behind because eventually I didn't want to sleep with him. I didn't want to have anything to do with him. I didn't want to eat from him. It was like it was just something about him. I did. I didn't. I felt uncomfortable. So I realized he got himself involved in something. But when I realized it, it was too far gone. Like you, you know, you, you understand what I'm saying. Yes, I understand what you're saying and those things. Yes. But what I'm saying to you that I have proven God. Mm-hmm. In so many ways that when stuff is going on that I don't have any clarity on, instead of yes. attacking, I go to yes. God and I pray. And I yes. pray persistently until he answers me, and he always does. He always well, well, even though he tried to make it look like there was something wrong with me, but it was really something wrong with you, um, he decided to pack up and leave, and I'm like, you know, whatever you need to do, because I'm not giving you the keys. I don't feel comfortable with you in the house. 
And mm-hmm. so he decided to pack up and leave. But his whole demeanor, his whole behavior, everything about him changed. It was like I didn't even know who he was. So, like I said, obviously mm-hmm. he must have got himself involved and to make sure he left his wife, they did whatever they needed to do to him because, really, he had no leverage. And yes. we're talking about a sickly person. Yes, and we do find that, you know, people, you know, have mental mm-hmm. health issues. And No, 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 he didn't have mental health. He had physical issues like diabetes, um, kidney trouble, heart attack, stuff oh. like that. Um, I going bad because of the diabetes, and he's on a whole bunch of medication. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what they did to him or his medication, but his behavior started changing. It was like I didn't even know who he was. Now, mind you, when I met the person, I wasn't going to church, and they got me to start going to church. Mm-hmm. And they decided to come to my church, and they got involved, and they got baptized. And all of a sudden, after they got baptized, everything went left. Okay. Well, you know, we just need to pray. And when we get married, that's the time we need to pray more. Yeah. We need to pray more. You're right. You're right. But thank you for that insight. You're welcome, Mr. Okay. Okay. And moving on, I have some more information that I want to share here. And some of us, you know, as women, and, you know, we have the spirit of jealousy. We want to control our spouses to the point of suffocating them. Although we are one, we need to have our own friends and interests in order to be our authentic self. For example, you know, my husband, he was the one who was always the social butterfly, while I am the introvert. And I don't try to suppress him. He likes to go out, you know, and I allow him to go. Sometimes there are functions taking place at church or wherever, and I don't want to go. And I am happy, you know, that he's going to go by himself because he enjoys that kind of thing. So, um, yes, so the marriage is not the place for us, you know, to unpack our insecurities. We must overcome our insecurities before entering a marriage because you will have a very unhappy marriage. Some of us think, you know, that when we get married, the marriage is going to fix us. No, it is not going to. Two whole persons come together, not Mm -hmm. two half or one half and a whole. We must be whole. Mm -hmm. Spend quality time seeking the Lord to change us and to protect Mm -hmm. our spouse from the evil around them instead of using the accusatory tone at them at all times. We must be confident in ourselves and love who we are. Hey, you know, he married you. Therefore, you are the most important woman in his life. Start acting and thinking that way. You know, I didn't have the perfect childhood or life. I came from a broken and abusive home. So in my preparation for marriage, I went through many counselors who helped me with the trauma I suffered. And I never felt insecure in my relationship because I had confidence in who I am. You know, I'm a child of God. And that's enough for me to be confident about. And that, you know, God loved me more than any father, more than any husband or any brother. So my husband felt very safe with me. He would make his phone calls right beside me. He would chat with his female friends for hours and it didn't bother me one bit. 
And when we were at church, he would greet, greet, you know, church sisters with a hug or a kiss on the cheek, and it was no problem to me. I never once checked his phone or his pocket or his wallet. You know, if a woman made a pass at him, he would tell me. He would tell me. You know, like I remember specifically, you know, we had had an argument and he didn't come home from work at the specific time. And I waited up for him. It was very late. And when he got home, I said to him, where were you? You know, he said, I was at work talking to a co-worker and he mentioned her name. It was a female. And I said, okay. And I went to my bed. You know, and I felt happy, you know, that he had somebody that he could talk to. So, you know, and sometimes, you know, you know, our husbands, they want us wives to be their best friends. But we keep driving them away with our anger and our unfounded suspicion, which is based on our own insecurities. We cannot stop other people from lusting after our spouse. We must pray that they enter not into temptation. And when we nag and berate our husbands, we drive a wedge between us and them that destroys some level of intimacy which cannot be restored. Although forgiveness might have taken place, you have already burned the path to the sacred place in his heart which is no longer available to you. This is something you will have to live with. Ladies, in the name of Jesus, Love your husbands and treat them respectfully so that the Lord will bless you. If you know who you are and is secure in God's love, you will not try to force the will of another person. So tell yourself each day, I know who I am. I am secure in my father's love and I don't need to try and force the will of another. Any comments or thoughts or anybody want to or questions? Hello, Sister Diana. This is Sister Walters. Hello, Hello thank Sister you for Walters. your in topic tonight. That's a big killer there. <laughs> um, but um, I think it communication is the best tool in a marriage. And um, just as always, it's the best tool in our spiritual walk with the Lord. If we don't communicate with God by reading the word and, you know, praying and doing what we need to do, then we cannot have a healthy, um, strong relationship with the Lord or God. And it begins there first. If we don't have a strong, healthy relationship with God, then it's hard for us to do anything else in the world with our spouses, with our children, with our friends everything and it begins with god first if you have a strong healthy relationship with god 
then you will be able to have a strong, healthy relationship with others. Trouble Amen. is to come, but the Lord promised that even if you are in the hell, he will come and take you out of it. And I just read something recently um, that when we are, when we give ourselves to the Lord and we surrender to him and surrender each part of our bodies to him, and if anything comes by us, the Lord is there to deliver us out of it. Because you're That's right. His. Everything that you have belongs to him. And mm-hmm. um, that includes yourself and then your spouse, your children, everything belongs to God. It's his in the first place, but, you know, he wants us to give ourselves back to him because that's why he came and died for us. We were his from before, and then sin came in the world, and then he came and bought us back with his blood. And he paid the penalty, the shame. I was reading something today where this lady said, I have pain, I have sorrows, I have everything. But when I consider what Jesus Christ had gone through for me, I don't have any pain. My pain is nothing to what God, Jesus Christ suffered. Pain, real pain for us. So that's my piece. But on the other end also is both parties have to be respectful to each other. If the husband, you know, say a lot of bad things and put okay. his wife so down. Says, I haven't gotten to that part as yet. That is oh, what I was okay. going to address now. So please don't <laughs> preempt me. I'm going to get ahead of you, but yeah. Yeah. But oh. if we have a good, you know, healthy relationship with God, mm-hmm. I think the marriage can work. If, exactly. you know, communication is the tool. Right. There must be trust and openness within the marriage. So I'm going to, we're getting ahead of time. Let me just get to my next section here. So thank you, Sister Walden. Yes, um, First Peter 3, verse 7. Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with your wives with understanding, giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel, as in here's together of the grace of life that your prayers be not hindered. In the same way, you husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way with great gentleness and tact and with an intelligent regard for the marriage relationship as with someone physically weaker since she's a woman. Show her honor and respect as a fellow here of the grace of life so that your prayers will not be hindered or ineffective. Love her and make her feel like she's the most important person in your life. Okay, husband, do not disrespect her by lusting after other women and putting her down. Men, you have the power to crush a woman's spirit and make her feel like nothing. Speak to her in a calm and gentle manner. 
Help her with the chores around the house and even cook her a meal sometimes. Shower her with praises, flowers, and a little gift often. Celebrate the days that are important to her, birthdays and anniversaries. Don't forget it. Empathize with her when she's going through the customs of womanhood and men that men don't really understand. Just listen and be patient. Sometimes all your wife wants is for you to hold her and listen to her as she bears her heart to you. Be honest and open with your wife. Spend quality time with her, even if it's an hour a day. Try to create a safe and happy home for your wife and children. Model Christ as the high priest in the home. If you want to see breakthrough in your life, then you must honor God and keep strife out of the home so that God will be pleased to answer your prayers when you call on him for help. Men, honor your wife as the weaker vessel. Don't get angry with them. And remember, till death do us part. And always remember what the Holy Spirit taught me, marriage teaches us about our relationship with God. So if we are godly, we'll not only will be godly spouses. I invite your questions and comments. I hope I don't speak too much. This is a, a really good program because um, it's good to listen to messages. Um, but this is really, really uh, a good thing. Um, I know another prayer line that I listen to. They have a section once a week for um, something similar. Mm-hmm. But any man that would allow uh, Jesus to be their head, like, you know, then they would not, not have any issues. When they have an mm-hmm. issue with their wives, it's because they have issue with not only God, but with themselves. They do not yeah. let God be their, their, uh, uh, their Lord. So I know maybe somebody has been there more than been married longer than me. I'm leaving 33 to go to 34 years now, and I'm mm. telling you that um, it's not easy. Uh, oh, it's easy, easy. But at the same time, when I say it's not easy, I doesn't mean that I have issues. But because mm-hmm. we are two, both sometimes we two two sinners, you know, two yeah. coming from two backgrounds. But you have to right. check out. I don't know if I heard something about um, if it was um, you saying the husband was your husband was um, talking with the coworker. It doesn't matter if the coworker is a male or a female, but the yes. husband was supposed to be respectful and say, "Honey, I'm not gonna be home for another hour or two because when I don't mm. see my husband coming from work, I'd, uh, he's supposed to be here between 20, 20 of midnight to uh, ten of midnight. If midnight mm-hmm. passed." I have to say what's going on. It might be an accident. So it would be respectful to call yeah. your wife, Stephanie, um, one late, the person who's supposed to relieve me uh, came late, mm-hmm. you know, because that's what I do and uh, I would do. So respect, respect should be mutual. So if they make God, Jesus, the, the, the Lord, they will respect the wife. They will treat the wife the way God treats them. And, you know, by nature, we female. Um, in general, we have that loving thing on us, like, you know, we, we, mm-hmm. we will obey. I mean, any man that respect you, they will God, uh, treat you, why you're going to obey. It's all, it's just natural, you know, yes. to do it. Mm-hmm. But, but once you've been, if you know, sometimes people marry their father, 
because the father was so rude and so this and that. And then they tend to say, okay, I'm used to it. But um, that's why it's good. And I, like I said, when I sometimes I make a comment, I'm not trying, and I believe me, my heart is there. I'm not trying because I have two children too. I'm praying for them, for God to choose for them. I'm not talking about myself like I'm holy there or whatever. No, I am praising God for the fact that I had a dad. Um, he never told me that he loved me because mm-hmm. he didn't know how to, but I know he loved me. But he showed yes. the love by giving me um, material things. So I went to the best school. I went to private school and I had money. I had allowances, um, you know, things like that. But I wanted to, it was only when I get married, we'll get closer. It was only for about uh, six months. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying in a way that what I, I found in my husband, uh, uh, not only a husband, but a friend and a father. Well, people say, well, you know, I don't marry your father, but it's not this way. Um, because I remember when I was 18 years old, I asked God to choose a man for me. When everybody was asking for everything, I don't know why it's coming from. I said, God, please, when I'm ready, please choose a husband. Yeah. And I was 18, it was after I get baptized. So I'm saying right now, what people need to do, young people, yeah. if they're listening, people who have been there, and then they just mm-hmm. need to ask God, ask ah, God, right. fast and pray to to go to, mm-hmm. I mean, to help so they don't have to go through the issues of, um, you know, um, insecure, not insecurity, but what's going on in the marriage. Does that mean you said, oh, okay, you've been there, oh, uh, uh, no one is perfect. No one is. But you know who is the head. Christ is right. the head. So, yes. sorry if I take too long and if, um, I That's don't know. That's okay. That's okay. You know, and women are always willing to follow godly lead. Sometimes men, you know, they're full of pride. And a soft answer turn it away wrath. So the woman can turn the situation around in most cases. Don't allow the devil to get you angry or bitter because it's not going to go anywhere. At the end of the day, nobody's going to win. Is there someone Hello? else? Yes, hi. Hello. Good night. Can you hear me? Sure. Okay. Hi, good night. Go ahead, Yes, I just want to say that, um, this is for Charlene, I just want to say that this topic is really good. I came in on the last part, so forgive me if I um, repeat something that you have said previously. But um, in terms of the relationship, um, it has been my experience that just as how we are to have a relationship or get to know God, where we need to get to know our husbands and husbands need to get to know their wives. Um, as women, right. sometimes we generalize too much what the husband yes. will do and will not do. And um, we are all growing, right? Just as how we're growing in Christ, we're not the same as when we started out, right? The Lord has brought us yes. through different experiences and we have grown. Similarly, in the relationship, when we got married, we didn't really know each other in terms of knowing how to live with each other. And we brought different backgrounds into the marriage, meaning the way I grew up is not the way that person grew up. So it could be simple like mm-hmm. I shut the, the bathroom door when it is not being used and, or, or I keep the light on and somebody and in their home, they didn't keep on the light, right? And that can annoy someone, right? <laughs> so I'm just saying yes. as we yes. grow, we grow together in the relationship as well. And in understanding your mm-hmm. husband and vice versa, the husband understanding the wife, they will know right. what 
the person is into. And as I said, they're growing. So things that they might enjoy at 25 or 30, I got married in my 20s, right? So they might mm-hmm. not enjoy at, say, 40. You get what I'm saying? So right. we, it's the time that you spend together to get to know the person and to understand that person, understanding how that person appreciates love and vice versa. It's both the both ways, right? And um, right. right, I mean, I, w- I can agree. I can um, attest to what Sister Joseph just said. My father didn't tell me he loved me. Right. But then again, I did not really know my father because he was traveling a lot. When I got older and I had to travel with him out in some cases, that's when I got to know my father and understand him in a different way than my 18 years before. You get what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. sometimes you might live with someone, but you don't still, even with the years, you don't understand the person. So we need to spend time, just as we need to put aside time to spend with God. We need to have time for marriage. Separately for the, from the family time, we need to have a time when husband and wife get together. That's right. That's how we create a healthy balance in our marriage and we make them work. Because marriages can work. It's the devil, you know, who doesn't want it to work. And prayer changes everything. Thank you, my sister. Um, Sister Michelle? Praise God. Yes. Um, I think I'm pretty much done with this study, and I would like for you to pray, you know, for marriages. Is your husband available? Um, yes, he is. He should also be on oh. line, so I will let him start off, okay. and then I will come in. Yes. Right. Pray Amen. for marriages, please. Amen. Amen. In the church Praise and outside you. the church. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Father in heaven, Lord, we come before thy hallowed presence. We want to give you thanks. We want to give you praise for another day, Lord. We thank you for your blessings. We thank you for your hope. We thank you, O oh Lord, for the study and your daughter who have presented. We thank you, O oh Lord, that it's possible. Marriages can work and will work in your name, Lord. But you have to be in the midst. So, oh Lord, we want to commit our ways to you. We want to commit everything to you, Lord. We ask the forgiveness of every sin. And anything, O oh Lord, that we have done or said, Father, to us, and to cause me wrong. Lord, we ask for your mercy now. And great God in heaven, we present marriages within the church and outside of the church, Lord. We're asking you now to move with power and with might. We're asking that your mighty hand be seen, Lord, and that your loving kindness will be extended to husbands and wives and those who are looking to get married as well, Lord. I pray through the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that you will make it work, Lord. It is expected of us, Lord, as husbands and wives, Father, just as you said, the church is your bride. Help us, Lord, to all be your bride as we look forward in your second coming, Lord. Please lead us now in a clear path. We give it a worship, we give it a praise, 
And we give you all the exaltation in the precious name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We pray. We ask these things to thank you. Amen. Amen. And Lord, as I come in full agreement of the prayer of your son, I ask, oh God, that within the marriages, that you will take hold and break every chain of selfishness, disrespectfulness, Lord. And I pray that no one in the marriage should feel less than because you came and your blood was shed for both husband and wife. So I ask that your Holy Spirit will go and be with those women on the line who are feeling broken right now within their marriage, that you would bind up their wounds, that you will wipe away every tear, and that you'll help them to be strong. I pray that you'll also be with the husbands, Father, who are struggling to be the priest of the home. Some husbands are trying to know you. Some have gone astray. I pray that you'll bring them back to the fold and allow them to hold up that mighty, mighty, mighty title that you have called them to be, the priest of the home. Help husbands and wives to love each other, Lord. Happy the home, my God, when you are in the midst of it. So I pray thee now for a supernatural anointing upon each marriage, that you will see each person through. Help us to gain a relationship with you first and learning to love you and therefore in turn we will learn how to love our spouses. Help us to have tongues that speak words of encouragement and not curses, Lord. Help us to be mindful of each other's feelings and help the husbands to lead their wives to the altar of God where they can surrender both themselves to you. Thank you, Jesus, for hearing this Bible study, for leading Sister Diana in this study tonight. Thank you, oh my God, for the restoration and deliverance that is taking place tonight in marriages. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Brother Sean, we hand it back over to you, Brother Sean. Well, I'm just going to close out for Brother Sean in Jesus' name. I'm going to close for him. So I just want to thank you, Sister Diana, for this powerful study tonight. I know many people were blessed buy it and a part two is definitely welcome <laughs> okay two. i will <laughs> a part two i think you should be put that on a schedule and a weekly schedule or also okay. wow 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 i'm gonna pray it's a powerful powerful topic because a lot of seven day adventist homes are broken broken, broken up. And, you know, it's really sad 
and their divorce rate is getting more than the other secular people. So it's really a topic and something that needs a lot more spiritual blending in because it's sad to see our, our, our Christian brothers and sisters that their marriages are breaking up in divorce you know, and separation and all all the other stuff. So, yeah, it's a good topic, a blessed Amen. one. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Um, yes, so we have to definitely pray on that, Sister Diana, as she said. And Brenda, I just want to just thank you for, for tuning in and for um, listening and for participating in the Bible study tonight. And I do pray that we will all go, those who are married, those who are looking to be married, go and examine yourself before the Lord, you know, and, and see if there be any wicked way within you and ask the Lord to cleanse you. Ask the Lord to, to just purge you of that and really show you how to love your spouse, how to love those around you. And God will do it. He is able to do it. So with that being said, just want to, again, thank each and every one of you for coming on and joining us. We will be back online tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. where we will have more testimonies, uh, praises, and a spoken word. And the same thing will be happening again at 9 p.m. Friday night. And then we will also be at the church fellowshipping um, at 10.30 a.m. So look forward to... All of these time frames, brethren, that the Lord will lead you back on the line to learn more about him in Jesus' name. So this is Sister Michelle on behalf of Brother Sean, Button to Christ Ministries. What does it take to be free? Have a wonderful night, everyone. Blessings to you. Thanks for listening to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.